Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. Now first, have you seen just one movie? Just, dose? just the one. Just the one. Well, I mean, largely that's dictated by the amount of films that are A, released, or B, that are worth seeing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, four or five movies come out, but I'm like, wow, I am not going to dedicate two hours to that. I, <laughs> I simply will not. Um, I don't. I don't care how much effort went into that film. That does not look like it is entertaining to me. So, what did you see? Knives Out. Knives Out. Is this about a chef? Um... This this is one of the the greatest Agatha Christie novels that she didn't write. Really? Oh, I love it already. Uh, Rian Johnson, the guy that is responsible for Star Wars The Last, Je- Last Jedi and Looper, mm-hmm. um, is the one that wrote really? and directed this. And let me tell you, like, it, if you were to take, um, like, I know you're a fan of, like, uh, the, uh, the what was it, BBC or PBS? The, the, the Perot? Uh, oh, Poirot. A&E, I think, Poirot. Okay, like it feels With David Suchet. If if you were to instead of making him, let's say, uh, European, and made him uh, the Colonel from uh, KFC, mm-hmm. you kind of get an idea of what like your your inspector or like the he's not even a detec- detective; he's a, a private investigator in this who is played. To Daniel Craig to and perfection. Captain America? Yes. And Captain America is a jerk and a half in this version. He he is uh he's laying around eating cookies, like he's um he's he's very much spoiled, like he's cursing. He's about as un Captain America. Like mm-hmm. I think Chris I Evans why he took Chris it. Evans saw this role and he's like, that is as far away from Steve Rogers as mm-hmm. I'm gonna be able to get. That's probably why he took it. Daniel Craig is walking around this entire time speaking in what sounds like a a combination of like though the the colonel in the KFC commercials <laughs> and like something resembling the Antebellum South. Oh, that's hilarious. So I can't wait. so the entire time you have James Bond sitting there going but now 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 if I may. And At I, I any time. I don't want to Does he take his shirt off? No. No, but I mean, just go. Chris Evans. The, no, no. But again, you can you can get both. Just rent uh, First Avenger. Well, I know. Or, I'm just curious. Or Casino Royale, and you can get both of them doing that. Well, uh, there. This movie is already a huge success because it's already made more than it meant than it cost to make. So it's a box office success for this movie, but not compared to, let's say, Endgame. Well, the well here's the catch about Endgame though. Endgame may have made like 2.7, 2.8, 2.9 billion dollars, but like before like they've started divvying anything up or like you you've got to consider advertising mm-hmm. which was considerable. And I believe the budget of that and uh Infinity War like combined was around a billion dollars. So you have to keep in mind like Avengers Endgame made a ton of money, but, like, look at the cast. Like, Mm -hmm. just look at all. And, like, that thing was not shot, like, on the cheap. Like, there's a – simultaneously, there's a wizard. Like, they're in space. Like, there's (laughs) – 
like there's a, a god of thunder from like Norse mythology. Like, I'm just saying like everything in that movie was expensive. This film right here, I cannot think of an explosion, a special effect or something that couldn't be done practically or that honest to goodness, if you and I had a friend with a really like old house, we could have probably shot this movie. Maybe we don't get the cast that they've got, but like there's nothing in this that is intrinsically like expensive. It's just a well-written film that I, I would say probably has to be in my top five. Ever year. or this year? This year. This year. Like, it's just, it's a really entertaining, fun movie. You're listening to Parental Guidance Suggested, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about what's at the theater, and it is Knives, Knives out. out. So what is the basic story? There is a a murder that they are, it, it comes out that it's a suicide. But they are questioning that and asking if it was not potentially a murder. So to start there, because you mentioned Agatha Christie, it's one of those murders where we're not in any way familiar with the character. And so it doesn't bother us that they start out dead. Um, You get to know the character a lot in flashbacks mm-hmm. and everything. But that's kind of your that's the the thrust of the movie. Mm-hmm. The. uh the 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 parental figure the father um who has essentially like all the money he's a he's a very wealthy writer and um the he's got a bunch of like kids some of them successful some of them not successful some of them like a little like indulgent some of them like kind of spoiled like you've got all these people and when he dies now everybody is sitting there going well a like was it really a suicide or Somebody is anonymously paid to hire this private investigator. Hmm. And you don't know who has done this. But then you start going, well, somebody, they hired them before this was out. So was was this foul play? Like, hmm. then the question of the will comes out. And how is the money divided? Is the money divided? Who gets, who's going to get the money? Like, what member of the family gets this money? And when they reveal who gets it, then... Like everything starts turning on its like the film is just very good about making you think that it is going in a certain direction. And once you're you're like, oh, OK, well, that has to be what it is that that mm-hmm. it is. It'll it'll throw like another little bit into there and you're going, oh, well, no, that's does it have a Shyamalan ending. Um, not I, I it's it's really it's not supernatural. It's really not. No, it's no. definitely it's not the trees like they weren't. <laughs> They weren't dead like it wasn't the lady in the the pool like at the the apartment complex. It's none of that stupid garbage. Like there are twists, but like they're logistically they make sense. And as a as an audience member, you will have to pay attention to the movie. But as you are paying attention to the film, they all make sense and you're like, "Oh, oh, okay." And mm-hmm. on top of that, it's just kind of a funny movie. Like is what like the, the, witty funny witty funny like some of the stuff is like laugh out like like it's not slapstick like this is not a a three stooges yeah like it's not i would love to see daniel craig do that it's not it's not that but like it's just i i'd seen the previews for it i wanted i wanted to see it and i'd read a couple reviews that were just like this movie's fun like and then i go see it and i'm like wow like it 
and it features no no lightsabers, like no Spider Men, like mm. none none of the things that one generally goes to go see. Like it's not an animated musical from Disney. It, it's not anything. It's not based on a pre existing property. Like is this original adult entertainment? That's yeah, huh. and it just doesn't. That doesn't happen now. Like back in like say the 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 seventies or eighties, like predominantly like that's what controlled the box office nowadays it, it it's a, it's franchise it's sequel it's animation mm-hmm. um like it's just it's that bigger than life stuff and you don't this is the kind of thing that um probably usually ends up on say like netflix or like is more of an independent film mm-hmm. and i'm guessing they were able to get the cast that they did because I mean, as much as I'm sure, like, RDJ enjoyed his paychecks for, like, all those those times he appeared as Iron Man, like, it's not acting in the way that I, I think one traditionally, like, thinks of. Perform- like, when I was watching this, like, it could be, you could do a stage production mm-hmm. of this movie. Interesting. Like, if you were to, like, rearrange some, like, it feels like a well-written, like, play that's being adapted or, like... It, like it feels like clue like a little bit mm-hmm. like there's just there's a lot of stuff that you never get to see like or a funny murder on the orient express like murders however, can be hilarious when written by the right people correct um and like i said this just it it was what i wanted to see when i saw and it rated r maybe or I, b- I believe i believe it is r like it it like it's it's not there, there's, there's not just f bombs left and right, but like there's, there's some mature subject matter. Matter there is murder. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a hard PG thirteen, or it's. I, I really think it's R, if I'm remembering. Correctly. Mm-hmm. Don't you, don't you find it incredibly odd that when you look back at a film and it turns out it's rated R, you just don't know what it was rated R for because it's just you've forgotten all those parts. Well, I mean that. That's and, what it's like for me. And I'll be honest, like the, the ratings don't matter to me as much anymore because, like, I, I'm not concerned with getting carded because if you card me, like, I, I'm I'm old enough to see. Like back when I was in high school, like that was a big deal because I'd, I'd you know I'd oh I want to see oh I can't see that it's it's rated R. Um, you know, once once you get you know to four decades, you're you're just kind of going oh well, that looks fun. I'm gonna go see that. Like and and at this point, I don't think anybody's questioning the fact that I'm over the age of twenty one. I guess I'm I'm just saying. I was kind of upset. I had to buy some cold medicine that apparently had Sudafed in it, and a a young man did not even ask me my age. Just just clicked yes over eighteen. It's like, well, sure, but shouldn't you have asked? You are correct, sir. But (laughs) but. And then again, if he had asked, I would say something like, are you serious, man? Anyway, <laughs> that's just me. There's no winning at all. Anyway, so Knives Out, go just, see. Yeah. And like, legit, like check this. Like probably don't take the kids, but like if you're, you're, if you're an adult and like you just want to see like an interesting, like well-performed, well-written, like well-shot movie, like you, you really can't do any better than this right now. That sounds excellent. And All right. I mean, this is coming from a guy that, you know, watches quite a lot of movies. You have seen quite a lot of movies. Yeah. 
And uh, this gets Knives Out gets ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I I completely believe that. Mm-hmm. And coming up next next week, I did not see a whole lot that a I had heard of or b cared about seeing. Like it's going to be. I, I'm I'm not looking forward to this upcoming. Like what is it? Uh, romance story or marriage story, something like that. It's got a uh, Kylo Ren and uh, Black Widow, I think. Okay, I guess I am not pulling up the right movies. No, there's seriously like this upcoming weekend, the 40th anniversary of something that might be anime. The 30th yeah, get that of when Harry met Sally. Oh, we probably won't get that either. Though, though, and a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And the magic flute. I don't think you'll be seeing that. Now, I believe Christmas Vacation is turning thirty this year. I believe we are getting a showing of that, but I don't remember precisely when it was. Or yeah, I I just don't see Play Mobile the movie. Yeah, that doesn't look good either. I, I I'm saying like I I actually researched this week like. The the next time we really get something is when like Ri- Rise of Skywalker hits. Um, honestly, I, I don't think there was any film that wanted to like. It's December, so you're probably going to release like a family film. Adam, I yes. am so disappointed in you. That, what? Well, sorry, mom. December sixth, Grand Isle with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, like I said, nothing that I want to see, Jane. <laughs> coming up oh you have to see it like do you really want to be the film that's sandwiched between frozen 2 and the last of like the the skywalker saga star wars movies like (laughs) that that sounds like a terrible place to be for like like even if you're the the unless you're maybe like the eighth harry potter film Mm -hmm. there is no way you want to be between those two movies like there one of them is it's a certainty that it will make a billion dollars. The next Star Wars, like unless unless they have just horribly, horribly like maligned this film, and I'm assuming because J.J. Abrams is back in the chair, this one's going to do fine. Maybe mm-hmm. not two billion dollars, but like maybe it maybe it stops at one point seven and it disappoints there. Um, these are two movies like that are essentially guaranteed to make over a billion dollars. But it's Nicolas Cage. Yeah, um, I don't think Nicolas Cage has been in a billion-dollar movie. I don't know that he's been in a movie that, like, I wanted to see in a number of years. Uh, <laughs> I remember he was in those Ghost Rider movies, but I didn't want to see those. Um, give me a minute. I'll think of something, like the that National Treasure garbage where he, like... <laughs> He he reads five dollar bills to like find buried treasure. Like I, I'm just I really don't remember the last time Nicolas Cage. I don't want to go all the way back to like Face Off in 1997, which like, still is awesomely hilarious. Oh my goodness! Like <laughs> that movie is like I. It was on what? Maybe it was on Hulu or something. Something the other day. Like I was just flipping through. Like and I just randomly went to one of those actions. Like. The the bombacity of having the overacting of both John Travolta, who is just ham like glazed hamming it up in that movie, and Nicolas Cage, who doesn't know how not to ham it up. Being directed by John Woo, who like has 
all the subtlety of a nuclear blast. <laughs> it just like there's that movie is has brought us so much joy. It is so good for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> if you haven't seen 1997's Face Off, watch it, kids. Like <laughs> da- Danny Zuko and the Ghost Rider okay. cut each other's faces off, and like there's, I, it's 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 stupider when I say it out loud. But I'm just saying, watch Face Off. Watch it. Yeah. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> Come back, thank me later. And there's there's doves. There's and doves there's a lot can... of swishing of coats. Yes. And yes. doves. Oh my goodness. Like it's I'm gonna have to see it again. I have to show you know what I'm gonna do? I'm not gonna say anything to my children about it. I'm gonna say, hey, let's watch this. And I like I'm just <laughs> you you can't appreciate the film. Like I d I didn't when I first saw it. And I want to say I saw it in theaters, maybe. Like, yeah, I know I saw it in the theater. Like, I didn't appreciate it then. Like, no, because not like, like I do now. I didn't. I didn't understand how much Travolta was overact. Like, you see him in a film like Pulp Fiction, and like, th- that's actually just a good performance. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what he's giving in there. Like, you watch him in Saturday Night Fever. Like, I believe he had an Oscar nomination for that. John Travolta can act, but then he does something stupid. Like, look who's talking, and you're just like, wait, what? And then, like, you see what happens when he doesn't have a director that, like, understands what you should and should not do in front of a camera, and you get face-off. You're going to be very happy. I did do this with a good movie. I said, after we watched Air Force One and the children wanted to know why Harrison Ford couldn't be president, I think a lot of people wonder that, I said, let's watch Patriot Games. Well, here, and Jenna is thrilled. Well, here's the catch about that: the character Jack Ryan that he is playing in mm-hmm. Patriot Games in the book series that, that that's based on becomes the president. Yes. Like, and she's just all about it. Have you let her see Jack Ryan the the series? We just haven't she, gotten to it. Okay, like I mean, because they're I know they're based around like the same thing, but mm-hmm. like they're very different takes on. A, a very like it's the same subject essentially. She seems to think that Harrison Ford uh, is attractive and takes care of business. Well, here's She's the deal. Right. Here's the deal. Yeah. He is like <laughs> Force Awakens. Like even at what is is Ford in? He's in his seventies at this point, correct? I don't even. I want to say it's late. I'm just saying, like even at seventy. And like I said, maybe he's in his eighties, but I I, I want to say I I'm don't right think about he's in that. His 80s. But like people, the the next time they did a Star Wars movie, it only made like one seventy seven. He it made one point two billion dollars. I'm going to go ahead and put out there the reason why Force Awakens made as much of it as it did is because people wanted Harrison Ford back in that iconic role. As much as like they've dedicated to all these Jedi's and lightsabers and like. Fights where they do like backflips and stuff. Like, really, all anybody wanted was a Han Solo movie. And I don't mean solo, I mean a movie with Harrison Ford mm-hmm. as Han Solo. Like, that that's what they wanted. Like, Harrison Ford has had so many iconic roles. There's a reason why even a movie like Stupid Kingdom of the Stupid Crystal Skull mm-hmm. can make $300 million domestically and be terrible. It's because people love him. Playing Indiana Jones. They're about to start shooting the 
fifth Indiana Jones movie. I can't wait. He is older than Sean Connery was when he played his father in Last Crusade, and I don't care. I do not care that he's that old. Oh, she's I just, all in. I want some whip cracking. I want some fedora. I want some leather coat. Like, I, I doesn't bother me. I wish they'd get Sean Connery out of retirement. Mm-hmm. I would prefer that the last thing he did was not League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Like, he hasn't acted except in some some film that was not released in the U.S. An, it's an animated film that he mm. did the voice of. But, like, the last live-action role that he did was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen in 2003. Screen legends don't need to go out like that. No, they don't. But none of these movies are what we're reviewing. No, no, they're not. Knives but, Out. But Harrison Ford is always relevant. Always. Relevant. Knives Out. Good movie. Potentially a great movie. Excellent film. Like I said, I, I obviously haven't watched the movies that haven't come out yet in December, but I'm going to bet Knives Out is probably in my top five for the year. Okay. So go and see that, and Adam will mentally prepare himself to see a Nicolas Cage film. Who, what, why, where? <laughs> we, we should see it together. But, oh. I need to I need to beg like one of the projectionists to like damage that file. I'll be like, can you can you scramble the oh digital code to please? Anyway, the countdown is coming for uh, fabulous movies, including Danny DeVito movies. Something I don't get to say very often. So, hang around for that. And thank you for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen, and I'm Adam Cravens.